89.9 The Light. It's the Cam and Joe show for your Thursday drive home. And every Thursday through the month of October, which is Mental Health Awareness Month, we are digging into a series called Body Beautiful, which is all looking into the aspects and the personas that we kind of wrestle with about our body image and how that makes an impact with mm. our mental health. It's been a fascinating first couple of weeks and our next guest is going to offer some phenomenal insight, no doubt. She is a speaker, a content creator and host of many, many things, Shauna Ryan. It is so good to have you here. Welcome. Hi guys. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to jump into this. Um, we've been following an intervention that my daughter Anise had with me about bad body image example. But I think one of the greatest battles that we have these days is that of having a body image in a tech social media world. Big topic, Shauna, but let's start here. How can we ignore what's around us and still have a good perception of ourselves? Oh, that, oh, that is a loaded yeah. question. My goodness. Look, if I had all the answers to that question in particular, I think we wouldn't have the issues that we have today. It's an ever-changing landscape and there are so many people who are weighing in, so many people who are well-intended, but um, often miss the mark of what the real issue is. And I think the biggest thing that we have to battle with is our own internalized perception of what beauty is and it's exhausting scrolling, looking at magazines, mm. billboards, movies, every like every form of media is telling men, women, everyone how they should feel about themselves. And I think really going inward and seeing how do I perceive myself? How am I setting boundaries to be influenced? As adults especially, identifying how we set our standards for who we are in the world and not allowing any external noise to creep in is the first step and then modeling that for young people around us. I want to look at this from potentially another angle. When it comes to this whole issue of social media and our own perceptions of our own image, mm. is social media the issue or is it our own insecurities that are the issue that social media is just fueling? That's an excellent question. Mm. Um, I think it's a bit of both. I want to say it's mostly internal. It's mostly our environment, how we perceive ourselves. Because when we put our phones away, do we avoid looking in, in front of the mirror? Do we avoid going shopping for certain clothes? So if those things exist without the presence of a phone, then we've got an issue. However, social media is making it a lot more difficult mm -hmm. for us to make positive changes. You have unrealistic beauty standards made by celebrities and influencers all of the time. But, you know, jumping onto your social media when you've gone jean shopping or shopping for swimmers mm. and then seeing perfect bodies. And the thing with the algorithm as well, you don't get to control what you see because Instagram and TikTok, they decide now, oh, we think you might like this. So if, if you've engaged with something or spent more than five seconds watching something, they're going to assume that that's what you want to see and you'll see more of it. So it's a bit dangerous. And I think it's a bit of both. We have to really fine tune ourselves and really get right with ourselves. But it makes it very difficult when there's so much noise and it's available 24 seven in our hands, in our back pockets. One way that I think we can combat that is 
really make an effort to cull the people that you follow. If you've got young people, have a conversation about who they follow. I had to have a conversation with my 16-year-old brother because he was following Andrew Tate. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's, you know, a misogynist and he's not a very nice person. And I had to chat to my brother. I said, you know, why did you follow him? He said, oh, he drives cool cars. And I said, yeah, I... I understand the appeal, but the messaging behind this man is very, very dangerous. Yeah. So I had to wrestle with him <laughs> to <laughs> stop following him. But having an honest conversation with young people, but also with yourself, do a stock take and say, okay, am I following people who make me feel good? Even friends. And that's yeah. that's a, a whole different yeah. kettle of fish. But being confident enough to know that the people that you follow, you're letting into the intimate spaces into your life. Like we often scroll on our couch, in bed. Some people scroll on the toilet. <laughs> so you, you don't get a lot of space. You wouldn't invite people who you didn't absolutely trust into those intimate spaces. So why would you allow them to make that mark on your mind and your soul so easily so really check that the people that you follow do make you feel good and if they don't stop following them I notice that as I think about what you're saying most of the time we're following mm-hmm. we're following people how many followers do we have and all these sort of following and we're letting people determine who we are and mm-hmm. I'm talking about my daughter who's 14 right up to maybe even some people still in their 60s or 70s who have bad body image because They've just always felt that way or whatever. How do we turn from a follower into a leader of good influence? Mm, That is an excellent question. I think um, resting in confidence and finding what works for you, that for me has been the biggest change. I never positioned myself to be a spokesperson for body image, self-love. It's something that I do now because I love it because I'm so excited about the place that I've arrived. Mm. And so my biggest piece of advice would be just to find your joy, find your bliss within your physical existence, find what gets you excited and then let that overflow into the lives of the people who are around you in a physical sense and then in a social sense. And also don't succumb to the trends, the pressures of social media. If you don't want to share something, then don't share something. If you you don't want to share photos of your kids, don't share photos of your kids. Just do what feels good for you and that integrity, that confidence will overflow into the lives of the people that need it. I think it's so important. My daughter and niece and, and many young people, because we're having these conversations, um, are saying that why do we always talk about body? Why don't we talk about personality? Mm-hmm. Why don't we talk about skills or attributes? Why is it that you just comment on the outside? Um, how is that changing? Where do you see a platform for recognising that? Look, I think it has to start in our homes, in our classrooms. I do workshops with young people and I was doing one last week with a group of girls. And one of the activities that I like to do is give each other compliments that are not physical, about their appearance, basically. Mm. Because the first thing when you see something like, oh, you look nice today. Oh, I like those earrings. Oh, your hair looks beautiful. Sometimes it takes a little bit more effort to dig deeper and say, oh, I really love how you show up in our friendship or I really value how honest you are. Why does it take us a little bit longer? Why is it more effort to compliment somebody's attributes than it is their appearance? And I think that practice is what we all need. Repetition deepens impression, right? So if we practice loving on the people in our immediate lives, not based on how they look, but how they show up with their intellect, with their creativity, then you are going to change the tide. You are going to 
create a new standard. And I see young people, it's difficult because they live in such a fast-paced, instant social media world, but that's where people like us have to step in and remind them, hey, guys, it's not just on a screen. Let's compliment each other for every other reason but not their physical appearance. But I have people in my life who um, – I grew up in Adelaide and I'll go home and I have family and friends will say, oh, I saw so-and-so the other day. Gosh, she's put on weight or, oh, she's lost weight. She looks great. And I, I still have to remind the people in my life, hey, it's actually not about that at all. What, what, what would happen if somebody said that to you or about you? I understand it's a physical marker that some of us just reach for, but I think being able to make an effort to complement people's personality characters on a regular basis Mm. is really important. Now, I love this statement that you made. My greatest life achievement has been learning to love every part of myself. Mm. For every woman, every man, from whatever age, from very young to very old, can you just give them a sense of what that means and what they would discover if only they would learn that for themselves? Mm. Being able to wake up in the morning, the journey from the bed to the bathroom, being filled with possibility and being filled with light instead of dread, like, oh, my life, I'm not happy. There's a sense of comfort in knowing every part of you is divinely created and special and has such a perfect place in life and in the lives of other people. I think there's so much joy and and contentment that comes from just knowing all of you and becoming familiar with the shadowy parts and the shortcomings and allowing the grace for that. Shauna, thank you so much for talking with us today. This has been such an incredible conversation that I've found so helpful just for myself. And I know that the Light family and our listeners will have just been, if they haven't been writing notes, you should have been. Uh, but it's been <laughs> phenomenal. Thank you so much for talking with us. Shauna Ryan, thank you. Thank you.